Hi everyone, welcome to the Desi Crime Podcast. I'm Aryan, your host for today's episode. And I'm Ishwara. Before we start the case for today, we want all of you to go over to our YouTube channel, the Desi Crime channel, and subscribe. It's free. See, we're not even asking you for your money. We have season 1 out now. All the cases on our podcast that you loved, get ready to experience them in a whole new way. So go subscribe to the Desi Crime YouTube channel. We'd like to thank our newest patrons, Colleen Chepeka, John Riemann, and Ali Kero. Thank you so much for all the contributions you make to help sustain the show. Welcome back to 2023's first episode of our favorite series, the Chai and Chitti series, where we share horror stories and crime stories from listeners across the world. So, hope you're ready for it. Ishwara I didn't think I will ever be saying this this is 2023's first shine shit episode it's been over a month since we've released one and I am having classic shine shit withdrawal symptoms oh i completely understand and i'm sure so are our listeners a substantial population of you all actually love these episodes and i feel like distance makes the heart grow fonder so i'm sure you all will <laughs> love this episode so much more distance with ghost stories how how appropriate yeah obviously like all of us true crime fans are kind of crazy in the head so it's only kinda expected crazy. yeah yeah crazy desi though the good kind of crazy you know the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um and for those of you awaiting Nadia Malik's second part that is going to be coming out next week. Uh we have reached out to Nadia Malik's family to get more information as well as more tapes that they might have to make a more cohesive episode for you guys. So keep looking forward to that. Tune in next Saturday in their time to listen to that episode. But for today, what's the story you have for us Ashwara? All right so the two stories that I have for today are actually two long stories so I want you guys to like be ready with your popcorn and sit back on your seats or hide under your blankets or whatever and just be <laughs> ready So let's start with the first one the email reads Hey Aryan and Ashwara I am V and I've been a huge fan of yours since I first heard about the Kolkata House of Horrors case on your podcast. I've been binge listening to all of your episodes and it's been a very emotional journey that has made me tear up, surprised and even terrified on several occasions. Since my story is quite a lengthy one, I would have to cut short my gratitude towards you for your amazing work. <laughs> No this is enough gratitude it means the world to us means the world yeah especially because you like the kolkata story the most go you and that was aryan's episode so now aryan <laughs> loves you <laughs> the email says for most part of my story i've been a firm scientific idealist who never really believed in any sort of paranormal forces but some recent events have led me to doubt myself on this subject Before I begin my story let me tell you something random about me that's very closely tied to this story. 
I've had only two dreams or nightmares in my whole life. This story revolves Ishara, around Ishara, these you can dreams. end you can end the story here. That's spooky enough for me. Two dreams in your entire life? As someone who is a habitual dreamer, I have insane dreams almost you every night. You are a habitual nightmare. You aren't a habitual dreamer. You're a habitual nightmare. The nightmare. That's of, true. Yeah, they're all yeah, bad. Yeah. They're all bad. <laughs> and like they're bad, bad. <laughs> they're scared no, they really the make me question my sanity. Like I'm a happy person, but I wake up from a sleep and I'm like, is everything okay? <laughs> the email continues. The story begins when I was 11 years old. My grandfather had just passed away on a Sunday morning and my father being the eldest son in a Hindu family was busy performing his last rites. It was 10 o'clock in the night and I was fast asleep on my bed and my aunt was looking after me. My parents were still outside performing all the rituals. That night, I saw my grandfather come in my dream saying something which I can't recall clearly. The next morning when I woke up, I told my mother of the dream that I had last night. I thought it would be normal for me to dream about him considering the fact that I fell asleep weeping last night. But when my mother told me about the incidents that occurred last night, I was shocked. Last night when the processions took place in our yard, a drunk man entered the premises and was creating a fuss. While my uncles were busy driving him out, my aunt suddenly screamed from inside the room and called my mother. My mother rushed inside and gasped while she watched me in my sleep, repeating the German word for get out. I kept saying it until the drunkard left the house. I was in complete disbelief, so I confirmed the story with all the family members that were present last night and my mother's statement stood true. The thing that was so unbelievable was that the only person who knew German in my family was my grandfather. However, this instance was a mere premise to the following horrifying events that led me to write this mail to you guys. It's no. 2023. <laughs> I am now 19 years old and have just begun listening to your podcast. I had just finished listening to your episodes on the Burari mass hangings on a Monday night at around 9 p.m. I was curious to find out about the clip that was leaked and to my surprise I did find it quite easily on Twitter and when I watched the 1 minute clip chills ran all over my body it was the most horrifying thing i had ever seen in my life now it was 10 pm and time to sleep that night i had another dream because of desi crime yeah i was going to say this is the first story that we've read that actually features a paranormal event related to the podcast dude it entangles us i think it incriminates us into the or in in ghosts us i don't know what the incriminating version of the ghost world is but i don't want to be a part of the story man i don't want to be a part of other no, people's spooky experiences no this is terrifying look at what we've created aran no i saw three bodies hanging in the same way as in the clip the scene was so disturbing that it had me wake up at about 2 am in the night i then drank some water and went back to sleep It does seem quite obvious right for someone to dream about something they saw last night. Mm-hmm. However, what would happen if your worst nightmare were to come true? The next morning on Tuesday at around 7 a.m., just 5 hours after I had that dream, my mother received a call. 
No. My aunt who was looking after me that night when I was 11 had just passed away. My parents broke into tears but I did not. Probably I was still trying to connect the dots. At that moment I had this eerie feeling in my gut that it's not the end yet. And rightly so. Just 2 days later my cousin had an accident and was dead at the spot. Followed by this his father had a heart attack and was laid lifeless on his bed the next day. Just like in my dream there lay three different dead bodies from two separate families all lined up one after another in the same week. It has been a month since they passed away and I still wonder what these dreams really are. Are they a curse or rather a form of clairvoyance or are they simply my imagination? I still bear the burden of wondering if the deaths are a consequence of my dreams. This letter was written with the hope of easing this burden. Every bit of the story is true. Although it seems right out of a horror movie, it's just like they say, the truth is sometimes even stranger than fiction. Sorry for the sloppy writing, not sloppy at all by the way. Wonderfully written. Hope you enjoy the story and lots of love to you guys. Um speechless is the word i'm looking for cuz i believe this person you know i truly believe them 100% and this is probably something about up the way they've written one of the scariest 100%. stories we've yep. covered yep yep yeah we're sorry about the loss in your family and we hope that you're listening to this we hope you all the best we hope you have no more dreams in the future and you continue to sleep very nice <laughs> sleeps speaking of nice sleeps not that i think this story is going to um help you get one <laughs> But here's a story we got from one of our listeners. Hello Ashwara Narayan. I'm from Chennai and an avid listener of your podcast. I've been wanting to write this for a while now and alas I have found time to. Being in Chennai and in the early 2010s if you were not going to get a seat in an engineering college after passing out of school you've basically failed at life. Hey, let me tell you man, I think that's true for <laughs> India at large back then and to some extent now but I feel you. This incident happened during my college days. Now, being a very logical and realistic person by nature, it hurts to say that I have not found an explanation to what happened back then. Maybe you guys can have your say. About 10 years back when I was in college, myself and six of my batchmates were selected to undergo a training program at a reputed college in North India. Now, I do not want to mention which one. It was beautiful, sprawling campus. We were put at one of the houses in a colony where other staff of the college were staying. This one was at the corner of the block, away from the hustle and bustle of students' chatter. The place, even though it felt and seemed quaint and calm, I did not feel comfortable for some reason. This place somehow gave out the quintessential haunted house vibes. I don't know a lot of people say this that some places some houses some locations just have eerie negative vibes do you believe that have you experienced that is that a thing ashwara i'm i know i'm going to be berated by our listeners for saying it but the one like true horror story that i have that i will share one day on this show i just wanted yeah. to be you know properly fleshed out it involves being in a place that for the longest time felt haunted to me it just felt dark hmm. and negative and like you know vibes as gen z a word is vibes is the vibes yeah. were off 
that's interesting yeah i don't think i've ever been in a place that's just felt negative like i've learned that it had some um, negative connotation and then felt weird your about bedroom. it not your bedroom not me i love my bedroom your bedroom i think several people <laughs> including me can attest to the fact that your bedroom is one of the i think we'd have to like have to have a meet up with our listeners in my bedroom <laughs> just for the sake of the chills and the scares <laughs> i think they will agree with me but continuing with the email I yeah. have to tell you that I'm a very rational person who believes everything has a reason behind it. But even someone like me felt uneasy in that place. But everything else was perfect, the weather, the food. Speaking of which, one evening we were sitting on the lawn outside the house. We sat watching kids cycle on the streets and we were enjoying hot pakoras which we brought on the way back from the canteen. While we were chatting, suddenly we heard a thud near the gate. We ran and found this kid had fallen from a cycle and was in discomfort. We helped him up and offered him water. By this time, the people from the opposite house also came out and helped us. The poor guy got a bruise on his left knee. The man from the opposite house knew his parents and accompanied him to his home. We laughed it off and went on with our evening. The next day after training, we were again sitting in the lawn. This is where things began to get weird at about 6 pm we heard a loud thud right outside the gate we were shook surely not another kid who was bad at cycling to our surprise we found a guy about our age lying next to his scooter he was in pain and had bruises on his left leg we offered him help and some water and just like the day before the neighbors were there as well to help the guy was trying to explain that he tried to brake but the brake sort of timed incorrectly and he skid this was the same thing that boy from the previous evening told us back at the house we were talking about how weird these accidents were as if someone is making these people fall during training the next day we were speaking to one of the faculty who spoke tamil Since he was from our place he was quite friendly and helpful. We were narrating this incident to him and for a while he went silent. We knew he was hiding something from us but eventually he broke his silence. He said that many years ago the building used to be home to a support staff from another department. He was bullied by the students and then fell into depression and committed suicide in that building. but many groups of students have been lodged there over the years and even families he said so he claimed it was probably coincidence we were shook shocked and spooked out by this but being the brats we were it only got us more excited so the next evening at about 5 pm we were standing just inside the gate now we were giggling and going on about someone about to get hurt next to our building no one came except the man from the opposite house he was riding his moped probably on his way back from work he was smiling at us and was taking the curve to ride into his compound what happened next made us go quote what the actual f end quote he somehow hit the edge of the platform and fell hard on the ground no <laughs> We were staring at each other wide-eyed but then we ran to help him up. His wife came running outside. 
we did not utter a word to each other. We saw his wife tending to the wound on his left leg. The next day, we were narrating the bizarre event that has happened thrice now to our friend in the faculty. We were particularly freaked out about the fact that the injuries were all similar, focused on the left knee. When we told him about the nature of the injuries, we saw he was in visible disbelief. He asked us to accompany him to an administrative block. He wanted to show us something. He warned us that this could be a shocker. When we reached the admin block, there was a wall full of photographs from the past framed and affixed onto the wall. After browsing different photographs, he called us to take a look at one of them. This photo was in black and white. It was probably from the 70s. It has a group of people standing and posing. He points at this one figure in the corner of that picture. This man on the photo was holding crutches. That was because his left leg was missing knee down. Our friend said, this was the man that I was talking about. This was the man that used to live there. For the next few days, we were staying at a hotel outside the college campus. We never set foot near the faculty quarters till our training ended. I don't think the writer meant the pun, but we never set foot there is actually pretty funny. (laughs) Many years have passed and I have never had any such encounters, which makes me think, was it just a coincidence? I'll leave that for you to decide. Thanks for reading and Happy New Year's, guys. Holy crap <laughs> I know if that happened to me by no stretch of the imagination would I think that's a coincidence a- that Ashwara, would like flip the, my faith around I feel like the number of times I wanted to stop the recording and just show you I literally had goosebumps while reading this something about today's stories feel true like they don't feel a hundred like fiction yeah. yeah I don't know why but this was one of the That's this is one of my scary the, yeah top 5 scary Oof. stories though has to be this has to be up there and just something about like an old timey campus with a history of this nature i've yeah, studied yeah. in like old indian schools before so i've studied in the school called yps in patiala and it was the maharaja of patiala's palace and so that's one yeah. school with so many haunted stories and there's just something about like a collective space where someone yeah. died that's seemingly Eerie. innocent but within its walls are these crazy dark stories that's terrifying yeah once is a you know isolated incident twice is a coincidence thrice i think you have a ghost on your hands buddy nah absolutely all right what's the next story you have for us all right so here's my next story and no kidding you guys up until the point that I got sent the story, I wondered why we hadn't gotten a story exactly like this. When I'm going to finish this, you'll know mm. exactly what I mean. But I've been waiting for this specific incident. I knew it has to have happened to someone. <laughs> okay. All right. So the email reads, 
Hi, Ishwara and Aryan. I've been a huge fan of your podcast since a long time. And I've been listening to you guys since the Madhnapalli case. And I don't know how else to say this, but I'm addicted. I'm one of your younger audiences and still just love the cases and it gets to my mind and I love to just make my own theories and think about it. So let's get into my story, which I was reminded of by one of the stories someone shared on the fifth episode of Chai and Chitti. You can call me R if you choose to share my story, which is unlikely, but yeah, it's not unlikely. <laughs> and here goes your story. So this is a recent story that happened with me. My dadu or my father's dad was recently diagnosed with dementia and has a lot of other health problems in general. Since his father had issues too, it's not that surprising. One day, me and my younger sister T were alone at the home because my mom and dad work far away and usually aren't at home. My house at that time had four members: me, my sister, my dadu, and my dadi. I heard my sister calling out my name and shouting, "Didi, dadu fell down in the washroom and is bleeding." I was obviously scared and rushed downstairs to check whether it was a serious injury. Lucky it was just a small cut on the leg. I cleaned it up and dressed up his wound when I heard him say, "Wo mere ko chhod hi nahi rahi hai. She isn't Jesus. leaving me alone." And he started crying. I tried to calm him down and ask him who isn't leaving him, but I received no answer. Ashwara just to make it clear because this is a confusion I had for the longest time. Dementia is like yeah. a bigger bucket for other mental diseases such as alzheimers and it usually ends up taking that form right. so it's it's very common for dementia patients or alzheimers patients to experience hallucinations for example right exactly and we'll find out later that that's exactly what this listener thought she continues to say i thought since he was a dementia patient he was just imagining the situation Now we all thought that this incident was a one-time thing, but the falling down in the washroom and receiving cuts became a regular thing, especially during the night. It became so often that my dad was missing his work just to make sure my dadu was okay. As I go to school and there would be no one at home during the day, and he used to sleep right next to him during the night. One day my dad woke up to cries and upon asking my dadu why he was crying he just kept on repeating that she wouldn't leave him alone and that she wants his blood or something like that now let's look back at a few decades when neither my dad nor me were born this story was told by my dadi and i didn't know how true it is my dadu and a girl from his village were secretly in love both in their teenage years wanted to marry each other and were crazy about each other very bollywoodesque i know <laughs> but sadly their dreams weren't fulfilled when my dadu's mother brought him a rishta which was my dadi and not to put shame on his family he married and started a family with my dadi the girl he loved however couldn't bear this and committed suicide i know this sounds fake but trust me it isn't Now my dadu till date says that he sees the girl asking him to join her by dying Jesus. and wants to be with him and that she pushes him and troubles him because of this my parents decided to take him to the doctor and they diagnosed him as a dementia patient then now two perspectives 
he's either a patient or he actually sees someone but trust me hearing those cries in the night and watching him talking to himself and getting frustrated just makes me believe the second story we never admit this to our parents but me and my sister totally believe that this is something spiritual that's the end of my story and hopefully it was clear enough i hope you enjoyed it lots of love anonymous i totally see what you meant right i have yeah. wondered how can there not be paranormal yeah. stories of old lovers returning people with love stories that didn't get fulfilled and someone coming back to try and achieve some kind of long lost love romantic goal and this is one of those stories and i i do want to point this out uh you know eons ago centuries ago we misdiagnosed mental health issues as hauntings all the time which was mm-hmm. clearly a bane for society because we were not treating people that needed treatment we were curing them of the ghosts that had possessed them which was scientifically untrue but in more cases than not right. harmed the individual who was suffering so you know i this one story as exceptional as it might be just the general trend for us to you know think that people with dementia have hauntings because trust me if you've ever been around somebody with dementia it's very easy to believe if you didn't have the scientific foreknowledge that that person is possessed because they're not no, the same absolutely. person anymore no i completely agree with you aran but also i think just to me the thought that you might possibly be experiencing something yet if you have a mental disorder that serious to the outside world it would always seem like a consequence of that mental disorder right is exactly so terrifying like if you believe all these other stories the fact yeah, that this yeah. one also might be equally true but just taken to be a wow. mental disorder is also yeah. terrifying it is a terrifying prospect indeed but terrifying prospects are what the series was made of chaintity <laughs> yeah. uh and this was i think one of my fa- this was my favorite chaintity episode. episodes yeah with the right? favorite stories for sure with the yeah. favorite stories hey not to hate on the other stories i mean i love no, them no 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 i love all wink, of our wink, stories but these ones were wink, really wink wink <laughs> <laughs> hey um awesome so with that until more terrifying prospects to come your way stay safe stay crazy and sure what's the last thing we say stay desi <laughs>